Howdy guys, I'm Aiden of Blue Couch Productions, and welcome to Aiden on Anchor. Aiden on Anchor is a podcast focusing on my life. I'll tell you a lot about myself and hopefully provide value through experience. You're listening to episode 96 of the show, recorded on January 14th, 2022, at exactly 12.35 p.m. And man, I've had a lot of stuff going on. I've been watching MCU movies, been helping people move, working on the VOD channel. It's a lot. And I didn't expect I'd have so much to talk about. I recorded the past two episodes like early, early. That way I'd have a buffer, you know, so I could do things and hopefully have stuff to talk about. But I didn't expect it to be this much. So that's kind of cool. Kind of cool to have an action-packed episode of Aiden on Anchor where we're not just covering one topic, but we're covering a multitude of stuff. So yeah, without any further ado, let's go ahead and hop into it. I guess we'll start first with the fact that uh, I'm rewatching the MCU. I know. I, I did it once before as like a marathon because I wanted to be all caught up for Infinity War and the Endgame. So I rewatched all the movies, enjoyed it, and I'm like, oh shit, that's epic. What if we do it again, but this time have letterbox reviews for all the movies? And so, yeah, I'm watching them again. I'm in phase one currently, just finished with Thor. Next movie up on the docket is Captain America, uh, the first one. I always confuse the titles of those movies because we're like, Winter Soldier's the second one, and then First Avengers the first one. But then it also makes sense for it to be titled the other way around. And then Captain America Civil War also sounds super similar. So honestly, I have no fucking clue how those movies got named so generic. But eh, you know what? Screw it. It's fine. I'm excited to watch them. I think the Captain America like trilogy is probably the strongest of the bunch because Thor's a mess. Like I did not like Thor on this rewatch. There's a lot of just needlessly stupid shit and just bad amateur level filmmaking with like the Dutch angles and the very bland dialogue and human plot and shit. But like Thor eventually has a good film in Thor Ragnarok. But that's like one out of the three. Iron Man also isn't very consistent. I like the first one a good bit. I even enjoy the third one. But yeah, Iron Man 2, it's bad. I think it's funny bad. Like in sort of a a shitposty way. Because there's so much nonsensical wild shit happening in that movie. I swear if you treat it like a shitpost, it'll be fun. But Captain America, right? Like all three of those movies are pretty good. Sure, you might prefer one over the other. I think Civil War is kind of on the weaker end of things. I like the first one a good bit, and two's like middle of the road, but all three of those films, I think, build off each other and are entertaining on their own. So yeah, I'm excited to rewatch them. I'd say my favorite so far in my MCU rewatch has got to be the first Iron Man. I always knew I enjoyed that movie, but rewatching it again just takes me back to a fun, like, older time when superhero movies weren't this connected universe and were just focused on explaining the character and their powers. Iron Man feels like a 2000 superhero movie, but in the best sort of way possible. There's just so many good scenes. Like, that whole, that whole first act in Afghanistan, I could watch a whole movie of just that. Like, I don't even need Tony to come back. Or maybe you could set that up for a sequel. I don't know. 
But I think that's like legitimately brilliant. And then when he comes back, I thought the movie would like fall off a little bit. But no, like he's building the suit. We're watching his powers get expanded on and, and seeing them tried out for the first time. There's a lot of good comedic shit like Dummy is hilarious. The relationship between Tony and, and Pepper is satisfying. All around, great movie. I think the only issue it has is like Obadiah Stane, I think, is a pretty dumb villain. Starts out pretty interesting, but then he's just like another dude in a metal suit. So that kind of sucks. But hey, what are you going to do? In terms of probably my least favorite movie that I've watched, Thor was pretty close. Again, there's a lot of shit that I don't like about Thor, but uh, I'm going to have to give it to The Incredible Hulk. Definitely the most dated, the least technically good of the lot. Uh, If Iron Man took me back to a fun, nostalgic time, then The Incredible Hulk takes me back to films like Daredevil. Catwoman or Steel like just really shitty superhero movies and they've already made a Hulk movie before the 2003 one that I have not seen Jesus I think as a kid was the last time I watched that like probably when it came out and I remember thinking that film was boring and then Incredible Hulk I don't remember much about until watching it for the first time a couple years back and just thinking yeah there's some interesting shit here it's just not well executed this time around no, the, the whole thing's boring. The whole thing's bad. The whole thing's uninteresting. I think the CG is legitimately awful from beginning to end. I can't, I, I can't watch this movie again. I'm sorry. There's some cool shit in there. I like the around the world theme. I like Edward Norton as like an actor. I, I think I would have enjoyed a more fleshed out version of this Bruce Banner rather than the Mark Ruffalo one we got years down the road. But I don't know. Maybe I'll feel different about him this time around. Uh, so there's good aspects but good lord, the action's bad, the CGI's bad, Abomination is horrible, and it's just, like, very dull. Like, a lot of the conversations are just characters whispering at each other, and it's like, yeah, wow. I feel like I should go take a nap. Am I really watching a superhero movie? It's wild to me that, like, both Hulk movies, their biggest issue is that they're really boring and we don't see a lot of Hulk. And you would feel like if you were making an incredible Hulk film that those two things would be so easy to achieve, but they like weirdly play into the into the drama angle of it. And it's like, cool, I respect the ambition for sure, but like, I'm coming to watch a Hulk movie to watch Hulk beat shit up. Like, that's the appeal of the character. So like, let's see that in some films. And we eventually do in the MCU. But in terms of like, Hulk standalone films, neither are really that good. Both have issues. I can't say for sure which one's better, but I know Incredible Hulk was the worst MCU movie I've seen so far. So yeah, that sort of gives a little bit of an overview of all the MCU movies I've been watching. I'll be sure to come back uh, in another A on Anchor episode and wrap up my thoughts on Phase 1 once I watch Captain America and the first Avengers movie, both of which I remember liking, but we'll see. Maybe my opinions have changed. Uh, it's fun rewatching movies that you uh, only have seen once because it allows you to like form a deeper opinion. Like I watched Harry Potter with Zach not too long ago, and I thought I enjoyed a good bit of those films, but some of them really fell off. Like Goblet of Fire. I don't know if there was any Harry Potter stands listening to this podcast, but like Goblet of Fire is not as good as you remember. I, I promise you, it looks cool and it sounds cool on paper. But, like, comparing it to the film before and the film after, uh, Goblet of Fire is, is, is not good. Not good at all. So I, I encourage anyone, at least with big franchises, to, like, 
rewatch them and form deeper opinions other than this was cool or this was epic or this wasn't epic. Like go back and rewatch them. Figure out why. List reasons. I like Letterboxd a lot as a platform because it forces me to like say things about movies rather than I enjoyed it or I didn't enjoy it. Really like digging deep into why I like things, why I don't like things. It's a, it's a great platform. I uh, recommend it a lot. And if you want to read my opinions, more in-depth opinions about the MCU movies or a bunch of other films, I've gone through a lot at this point. Uh, I'll leave a link down in the description below so you can go ahead and check it out. But now we're going to go ahead and move on to my moving experience. I know. Am I moving again? No. No, I'm not moving again. I helped someone else move <laughs> this time, which still meant a lot of work. It was a storage shed full of furniture bookshelves, couches, heavy boxes uh, for an older person. So yeah, that was an interesting experience. I was kind of under the assumption that it was just going to be a quick load, go in, out, put all the stuff back, and then be out of there within like an hour or two. But oh no. Oh no, no. I got <laughs> I got woken up at 9.30 and did not get home until 4.30. So needless to say, there was more than one load going on. We had to get pretty much a truck, a trailer, and a van filled to the brim. And even then we had to come back for a second load. So that's how much shit we're talking about here. And then having to move it in and move it out and all that sort of stuff. And it got me thinking like moving the whole process of it is a similar energy to what I don't like about grocery shopping. Like, Food is something you need to survive, but if you like take account into how much time it takes to go to the store, buy the groceries, check out, bring all the bags to your car, drive back home, take all the bags out of your car, put them into the shelf where they're supposed to be, and now you have food, like that is an hour and 30 minute process, especially if you have a family of more than two people. You can imagine <laughs> carrying all that shit over a hundred, sometimes two hundred dollars worth of groceries. It's just a very long and miserable experience. And moving, in a way, is is very similar because you have a house, right? You take all the things that you want to move and you put it in a storage shed, but you can't leave it in the storage shed. And every month that you have it in the storage shed costs you money. So now you got to get it out of the storage shed, then move it to the new house. And it's just like, wow, Jesus, how have we gotten this far in humanity's existence, the year 2022, and both moving and grocery shopping is one of the most laborious, tedious experiences known to man. Now, granted, you know, you can hire movers to do that shit for you, but you're basically just taking the time it would take you to do it and then passing it off to someone else. And then you also have to pay for it. So now it's even more expensive. Presumably you've just bought or am renting a new place. So you're already kind of low on money to begin with. The idea of spending money on movers or U-Haul or all that sort of shit probably isn't in the cards for most people. It's kind of still a pain in the ass, even for them. And then there's the issue of like, well, what happens if they break shit? What happens if they uh, go to the wrong house? What happens if they can't get anything out of the storage shed and they need your help? And eventually you're just going to be more involved and more stressed than you already were had you not just done it yourself. But I get why people don't want to do it themselves because it's back backbreaking manual labor. Like shit sucks. 
grocery shopping has only like recently gotten a little bit better. And the fact that like I had a local grocery store that would bag all the stuff for you and bring it to your car and load it into your car. You know, the Walmart ain't going to do that for you, but at least like the local grocery store I had used to do that. And now like there's pickup, you know, so similar to a restaurant, right? You, uh, buy all the shit that you want to on the app or on the online. Then you pull up, pick up your shit and you're out of there. So that at least eliminates the part of like going through the store and finding everything on your list. If you can make like a plan of what shit that you need month to month, I think you can save way more time because the problem is everybody goes into the grocery store and it's like not set on a schedule. You just get it when you need food. So sometimes you'll go a week and you need food. Other times you go two weeks or whatever. But if you can plan that shit out, it's like every week we need cereal. Every week we need milk. Like take account of what you go through, right? Take account of what you need. And I promise you, you'll not only save a lot more money having it be on a predetermined schedule, but you can like actually budget it out and save money. So like, I don't know why more people don't do that. I guess it's just because like everybody eats different things and you can't always plan that out for sure. And it's a lot of work, I know, but I think that's the way to go. Like if I have to stop, start grocery shopping for myself, like that's probably how I'm going to do it. Cause the way everyone else does it just, just sucks. It's miserable. Like shopping for other things is fun and convenient. Like I can just go on Amazon just go ahead and buy shit, have it come to my door, whatever. If I want to walk around in the store, I can do so take my time, only come out with one or two bags, but grocery shopping is not only essential, but it is the worst. <laughs> it is the worst experience. I know this whole topic was supposed to be talking about how the moving experience went, but just the connection between these two, I'm starting to realize is like really awful. It's really awful that there's so many things in life that are like this. You only have like a limited number of years to live. How much of that time do you want to waste on grocery shopping? How much of that time do you want to waste on moving? You pretty much have to stop everything, right? If you're moving, then any any like videos you wanted to work on, any editing you wanted to do, any like uh, hobbies, any like vacation, you got to stop all of it. You got to stop all of it. And for two weeks, all you're doing is moving. So it's stressful in and of itself. But then just the, uh, you know going through there and picking up bookshelves and putting them on dollies and loading them into the trailer and then driving all the way back and loading them off the trailer and all the little micro steps you got to do because having a trailer right is the process of hooking it up to a truck and you got to put like a little safety pin and a cap and all that sort of stuff or else the trailer will come off and that'll be a huge liability right so you got to do all those steps once you get to the house with all the things loaded into it you have to lean the trailer down so that you can take the stuff off of it well how do you lean it well you got to take off that pin you got to move these parts over here and uh man it's just it just goes on and on and on and on i did not enjoy moving especially for someone else i mean like i was glad to have helped they clearly needed the help i wasn't there you know the older person back might have broke or some shit and i don't want to be responsible for that so like i'm glad for them that they are okay but the actual like work in and of itself is not fun. And I would have much rather have done something else. I got paid for it at least, which is kind of cool. Kind of like $60 and then spent, you know, 10 of it <laughs> on McDonald's. But 
Hey, what are you going to do? That's it. That's all we're going to talk about moving. I could literally spend like a whole eight on anchor bitching about this sort of stuff, but I guarantee that's probably not why most people are listening to this. All right. Final thing. Blue couch VODs. Yeah. I, I did my first stream of the year, which was pretty fun. Got to play some Hades. Got to play some brilliant diamond shining pearl. Got to react to some YouTube videos. Weren't a lot of people there, but that's fine. You know, uh, I feel like probably the time that I streamed played a big factor into it. I should probably do it on weekends, considering that's when I know everybody is off. Because a lot of people have school and work and shit. Uh, the only people that really like don't is like me and Zach. And even then, Zach's still busy with stuff. It's just he's not going to like a standard job or a standard uh, school schedule. So like I probably should focus more around like streaming during the weekend. But that being said, it was a fun stream. I had a great time. I put the whole VOD up on the Blue Couch VODs channel. And uh, I think what I'll do now is take the moments from the stream and break them up into shorter videos. But I think what I want to do for those actually is like film a little intro outro thing, like giving context behind why rather than just cutting the moment and then rendering and that be it like i want i want a little bit of on camera aid and like explaining it and then a little on camera aid and at the end being like hey go check out the vod that this came from or if you want more moments like this click here whatever but doing that for each video might be a lot of work i don't know i still haven't found like an approach for it uh, the full vod is is easier in the fact that i just you know download from twitch and and then upload it but the whole like moments and highlights thing that's a bit different but uh, yeah, I'm enjoying streaming. I'm enjoying working on the channel. I'm going to be streaming uh, again pretty pretty soon. Let's see. Today is Friday. So if you're listening to this, I'll probably be streaming on January 15th, tomorrow, Saturday. I'm going to make a little list and try uh, figuring out what I want to do for that. So yeah, we'll see. If you have any ideas of things I should stream, let me know. Go ahead and DM me on Discord. Or on Twitter, check all that shit out, uh, and I'll respond to you in a decent amount of time. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much what I've been doing. Uh, I've gotten back into editing for clients, and that's kind of fun. Worked on a home theater setup video yesterday. That was neat, but uh, it's been about it. I didn't expect, again, did not expect I had so much shit to talk about, but uh, here we are. If you enjoyed the episode, let me know. If you have any topic suggestions for things I should talk about in the next one, feel free to leave that and go check out the, the catalog of older episodes. I know you haven't listened to them all. I, I, I can go to my, my dashboard and see. Let's see. Only five of you listen to episode 95. That's a good ass episode. What are you doing? Only seven people listen to episode 94. If you're one of the seven people, you're epic. Thank you a lot. But if you're listening to this and you're like, damn, I hadn't heard episode 94 yet. Take some time. Grab a cup of fucking Joe or water because water is better for you. Just sit down and listen to it. You can just pull it up in another tap. I don't fucking care, bro. Support the homie. That's what we all about. I'm rambling at this point. I've been Aiden of Blue Couch Productions, and I'm signing off. Mm-hmm.